Well, well, well. Hi, everyone. It's Obi Abuchi here with the Leading From Your Core podcast and vodcast. This show is dedicated to helping leaders all around the world discover leadership wisdom, stories, and insights that will enable you to tap into the power of leading from the inside out. And I am delighted to welcome on the show a very special guest, Robert Stevenson. Uh, a little bit about Robert. Robert originally trained as an actor and mime artist before navigating his way into life coaching and training. He's an NLP practitioner. He's a hypnotherapist, podcaster, runs a great podcast called Fan the Flames, and he's a transformational coach. And he has coached hundreds of coaches over the years and is passionate about using the power of story and narrative to help leaders experience a transformation in the way they lead. And so, Robert, it's an absolute delight to have you on the show today. Hey, Obi, I'm, I'm so delighted to be here. So excited. And thank you for such a, a warm and rich introduction. Uh, you're, you're welcome. And I, I, I'm excited about what we're going <laughs> to talk about. I so, you know, I said that you love using the power of story and narrative, mm. and, and, and that's mm. the main focus of the this episode. You and I had a conversation a couple of months ago now where we were just talking about story and movies that have mm. inspired us and spoken to us, and you were talking about using songs as well, right? I mean, there are different things that speak to us as human yeah. beings. Yeah. We just said, hey, how about we do something together and and put out a specific show that is just about the power of story and movies that have inspired us and so i'm looking forward to sharing that uh, today brilliant brilliant and and, and i kind of want to just talk a little bit about this idea of story and um and character i guess because when i think about the work that i do with leaders Part of it is identifying, so who are you in your story? So what mm. character are you existing as? Because, you know, if we say what character are you playing, there's this idea that you're not being yourself. So, so who are you existing as? Oh, and that. maybe are you playing a role instead of being yourself as that character in that story? Because when we can identify, well, hey, who am I in my story? Mm. We can go, do I want to stay that or do mm. I want to shift that? And when we're talking to leaders, it's like, you know, you've been showing up this way in this story that we've created called your life. Do you want to stay like that? Or do you want to change that? Sure. And then we go, then what needs to happen to change that? You know, what are the habits? What are the beliefs that mm -hmm. need to change? What are the values that we need to identify in order to be that person? And then we can go, well, what's this story that we're living in? Is it the one we want to keep going with or do we want to reauthor this story and create something new? Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love the emphasis on what character are you existing as, right? Rather yeah. than what character are you playing? Because actually it's showing, hey, I'm, I'm living this. I'm embodying something. I'm mm. showing up as someone each day. And I think, and this is where we're going to go shortly when it comes to, but, you know, is this the story? Is this the character? Is this the way that I want to exist? I guess that's where films are so powerful mm. because what I often see with film is when I'm resonating with a character, it's usually because there's something about 
that character and their beliefs, their story, their way of being that is speaking to my story. Mm. And then I can see how it plays out. I see, oh, wait a second. If they, you know, so there's, I'll, I'll go into a specific one straight away, Family Man with Nicolas mm. Cage. So that's a film that really speaks to me because here's this guy who, like a, a lot of people, go into the corporate world and you want to make a difference, right? You want to excel, you want to get to the top, but then he makes some sacrifices along the way and the love of his life, he ends up saying no to her and climbs the corporate ladder and you find you climb the ladder and, and at the end you miss out on some of those important things and mm. like like family and so in the movie those that have watched it they know that he gets a glimpse of this life where he does get those things and and for me it speaks to me because there's this tension inside of hey i want the the success and i want the accolades but I also want the great family. And, <laughs> and how do I deal with the pressure that says, well, Obi, yeah, go fly all around the world and, and get everything you need for your family. And, and someday when they're teenagers, you say, hey, I've got all of this for you. But they say, I don't know you. I don't yeah. know you, dad. And so that's something that, that's a movie that has spoken to me. And to your point, just has made me think, well, Obi, how am I existing and am I happy with how this could play out? Mm. And what are some of the beliefs that I need to address about my own self-worth and the impact that I can have? So I, I just love that and thought mm. I'd throw out the first of a movie really that has <laughs> spoken to me. And, and yeah, so it'd be interesting to hear your own reaction to that. Because one of the things in that is that he gets the opportunity to have this or that the movie mm -hmm. is saying you can you can go and have the riches or sure. you can go and have the family sure it's a this or a that and and i think what what that creates for us is that we go oh i have to choose between sure as opposed to the idea of this and that yes we can have yeah, yeah, we yeah. can have all yeah, of the, yeah, how do we have yeah. all of these and then how do we navigate in order to have all of these i'm, I'm trying to think of a a movie where it kind of shows the, the navigation of this. And what's really funny, the, the one that comes to mind is there's a Steve Martin film. I think it's Father of the Bride. And it's a silly film. But it, there's part of it where he's trying to navigate, how do I allow you to, to be who you want to be and marry who you want to be, but hold on to what I believe to be true. And how do mm. I, how do mm. I do this? And you know, it's it's a comedy and it's it's slapstick and lighthearted. But in there, there is also this little nugget of, okay, I have these beliefs of what I want to exist and how I want things to go, mm -hmm. and you have yours. So how do we meet? Because mm -hmm. if we're just in in conflict, I mean, the film uses conflict for comedy. But if we're just in conflict, we don't get to, to meet and we don't get to grow and to move on. We mm. stay in conflict. And I think that for a lot of leaders, there is that conflict of, well, I look into the world and I see people having this or that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm making my choose and I'm, um, you know, postponing my happiness. Mm -hmm. Or my family to achieve this only mm. to wake up one day and go 
but none of it's yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it does. It no longer exists. I've, I've, you know, it, it, the the train has passed that station and it's not coming mm. back. Mm. So I can't get off the train and run back like one might mm. want to. So this, you know, and and it's a bit like those sliding door moments mm-hmm. where you know you turn this way and this Not is the life movie. you live. Yeah, <laughs> you turn that way and this is the life you live. Sure, which, which kind of makes us go, well, each moment we're choosing mm-hmm. what's the life that we want to live, and I know you talk about it in your book and. Um, uh, somebody else's book I was reading recently that talks about, I can't think of who it is right now, but they talk about this, you know, we need to pause, look around to see mm-hmm. which path we're on sure, to yeah, make yeah, yeah. sure that it's the right path because we can get our heads down and we can be moving forward hundred miles an hour. Yes. And need to realize yeah, yeah. that we're heading in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. How often can we have a look around? To go, Am I heading in the right direction? Yeah, yeah. Keep going. Or do I need yeah. to course correct? Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I guess, and we've used this word a few times, you, you and I, just the navigating. And, and I think that's such a, an important one to just even park on for a few minutes because when you're navigating, you're constantly looking at, a dashboard or a gauge or, or something, even if it's just a compass that just says, am I moving in the right direction, right? Mm. So it, it's about being purposeful, about being mindful, about being intentional and, and not just, so you know, if you're navigating in a car, you don't just sit in the car and say, hey, you know, I want to, you know, drive to Manchester and I'm just going to go and see, you know, turn left here and turn right. No, you put in a destination and, and then you're having to, okay, there's traffic, all right, slow down, turn left, turn right, but you're constantly getting that feedback. And as leaders, I think this idea of navigating is having some sort of system, some sort of way mm. of constantly getting feedback about the direction that we're moving in. Am I moving in the right direction? And, and that brings me to... Um, another movie the matrix because you and i actually spoke about this right i think we we spoke about this because the matrix is one of those amazing movies so many brilliant insights for us as leaders but there's in in the first matrix and this i think speaks to navigation morpheus says to neo this is after neo thinks hey i'm not the one morpheus and i've had a conversation with the oracle i'm not the one and Morpheus says to Neo, hey, Neo, sooner or later, you're going to have to realize that there's a big difference between knowing the path and walking the path. And and that's the thing about us saying, okay, I want to get to this destination, but, oh, there's there's traffic, there's Mm. a jam, or or that road is closed, and I've got to go down a different path. And so constantly having to navigate and be in tune with what's going on inside you what's Mm. going on around the world to say all right it's not as simple as a to b there are lots of ups and downs and curves and valleys and mountains uh on the on the path and so i think that's a powerful message from a movie for us as leaders and i think part of that that message is also that it's not simple it's not easy Mm -hmm. it's going to be a challenge there's going to be dark days. There's going to be beautiful, amazing moments. Um, 
you know, there are moments in the movie where, you know, Neo and Trinity are together and you see that love, the love story of oh. it. And then there are moments when there are bullets flying everywhere or yeah. that, you know, they cower down um, on the ship. In, in that moment of this is all going wrong, you know, yeah. this isn't how it was supposed <laughs> yeah, to be. Yeah. Um, but also within that, there is, there's a couple of things there that, that, that really jump out for me. There is this idea of there is hope. There is mm, hope that mm-hmm. there will be a better day and that yeah. we collaborate to create the better day because Morpheus knows he can't do it on his own. He needs sure. his team yeah, to yeah, make yeah. it happen. Yeah, so he yeah. has to collaborate and create with a team to make it to make it happen. And he holds on to this idea of there will be a better day. That that you know that is something that's coming down down the line. But there's also the the skill. They go right. You know, you do this. You're skilled at this. You're skilled at that. I'm skilled at this. So we bring mm-hmm. in this team to make mm-hmm. something happen, and then. There's, uh, is it the, I think it might be in the second one, where at the beginning of the movie, um, they are in a meeting with all the captains of the ships. Oh, and yeah. And you get this yeah, other yeah. sense that, right, so there's Morpheus and his team. Sure, yeah. But then there are all these other teams, and they also play their part in sure, it. Sure, yes. And I think for leaders, there's this, this recognition that, there are multiple teams in our systems mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we need to recognize what are the parts that each system is playing, mm-hmm. but also recognize what's the data that's coming back and is it real or is it false data? Mm-hmm. Because some leaders are getting back information that isn't the real data. That's not how things are going or sure. how people are yeah. feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're getting one piece of information when there is also another piece of information. It's like, how do you create the conditions to get the information that you want? And so what's the captain's name, uh, the, the general's name? And he says, oh, I don't the Matrix, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. His uh, name's escaped me now. It's escaped me. Uh, but... Ooh, it, it might come to us. It will come, we'll come. But people have but... to Google it. <laughs> But, you know, there's parts where he's talking about, I don't believe what you believe. I don't, but I believe we need all of our ships here to do this. And Morpheus is going, no, there's a different way. Yes, yeah. And it's like one's talking about tactics and data and one's talking about heart and emotion. Mm -hmm. My belief is that they have to come together to enable us to move forward. But we see that polarization of, no, I'm just going to look at these this information, no, I think there's this information and in how do we discern that? How do we as leaders or how do we support leaders to really understand what that data is so they can mm. navigate? Yeah, I love that. I mean, that's such a great one. And, and you kind of come back to that with that idea of rather than seeing either or, right? How do mm. we see and? Mm. And and that's beginning to play out in a lot of ways, right? Um, just for some reason, it, it suddenly speaks to me about a lot of the, the conversation about diversity, right? How often we've seen different as, oh, different is bad. It's like, well, it's either, you know, the white person's better or the black person's better. You know, it's either, you know, it's the person from, from China or it's the person from India. 
well, what about and? What, what if it's actually mm. the 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 that you know black woman is amazing and the white woman is amazing? Oh, and the Chinese guy is great to have on our team. Oh, and the Indian person you know brings a great perspective. You know, like moving into the end, which you know that's just a, a takeaway just from that little bit in the movie, right? It's like, well, why do we why do we keep having to isolate and silo rather than hey, let's bring all of these in, the incredible perspectives and talents together? So looking for the end rather than the either or. And this is what Eternals does. So when you look at the Ooh, cast yes, of Eternals, yes, right, they've just yes. gone and 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 absolutely and, 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 yes, yeah, and. And bringing each of those uh, differences into a space to create a team that mm. can see things from these multiple perspectives. Mm. And I think as leaders, that's what we're looking for, right? Is who can be in our team that can look out on that horizon and see the differences that we need to pay attention to in order yeah. to navigate through uh, our, our system or our industry. And Eternals, you know, there was there was a real beautifulness to how they've done that. And I think what's what's even more, I mean, film's a great film if you like that kind of movie. Sure. But what's also really interesting is when you watch the making of the movie and where the cast talk about coming together to be in the movie. Wow. And the the the, the black guy who is the technician, the engineer, the builder, the technology. Yes. Uh, uh, role in it he talks about the emotion of going you know you don't see superheroes looking like me I'm I'm you know for want of a a, a, a better word a chubby black guy mm -hmm. I'm a superhero in this movie but you mm -hmm. don't see that and the emotion mm -hmm. that it creates mm -hmm. for him mm -hmm. you know you, you've got the 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 young woman who uh, uses sign language and that's in you know that's her as a human being and that's in the mm, movie mm, and mm. they're looking at well, how do we pull all of this together to create something and the different accents the different locations it's like they've mm, just mm. really gone let's build on all the ands to mm, create something mm, mm. as opposed to well, we'll have that type of character playing this role and these characters playing this it's like it's they're all in this mm, it's, mm. and it's just you know really interesting way of looking at those ands wow wow I, I i was getting quite emotional actually just as you were describing that because back to the world of, of diversity it feels like eternals and and this is why i love what you do just the whole the power of story and narrative to just help bring about transformation because in that movie what they're doing is saying you know that thing that a lot of people have made you believe is a disadvantage? Oh, you, you're black and you're chubby, or or you you can't you know speak. You've got a um, an impairment of, of sorts. That can, that's a superpower. Mm. That that's that's your uniqueness. That is something that brings beauty to this world and a perspective it's just it's yeah that's just really powerful and yeah. if leaders 
especially because in a sense what we're doing is encouraging people not only to look at their own stories but learn from the stories around and what is that teaching you about yeah. life and how to engage people and connect more and you look at those stories and it's saying hey how can i help the people around me just see it quote unquote their difference as something that adds an incredible color to this kaleidoscope of life yeah. and the kaleidoscope of our organization and or our team so yeah that's a powerful I, mention I, I was talking to a uh, a client the other day and so I'm, I'm just being mindful of my descriptor of them to, to hold their identity um, <laughs> confidential. So I'm just kind of holding that thought as I, as I speak to this. So, you know, people will have to make some assumptions because I'm not going to share all of the detail. However, um, they were in a role and they were talking about perhaps because of their cultural background, there was a perception of them and so they weren't always paid attention to. However, they also recognized that they had been promoted quite rapidly through the organization mm. and wasn't really sure around why that was. There was a little bit of imposter at play as to why that mm -hmm. might be the, the, the case. And part of our discussion looked at the fact that they had to take time to communicate because they spoke four languages and sometimes they had to interpret things on multiple levels to find wow. the right word in the language they were conversing in sure. to discuss something. And I went, hold up a second. You're telling yourself a story that having all of these languages and your cultural background is making you less than mm -hmm. what happens if we just go what if the reason you were promoted was because you have multiple languages which means you have access to multiple cultures which means that you are able to work with a team of difference in a way that pulls them together mm. and that cultural background where you say perhaps might make you a little quieter is actually nurturing. So you're nurturing these multiples mm. through your culture, through your use of language, but you're not seeing that. Everybody else is seeing it. Sure. And I was like, just, just, just roll with me for a second. Just <laughs> what is, yeah, yeah. there's a story there that we could look at. And they were just like, I'd never, never seen Wow. that before mm. and always seen that as a negative mm -hmm. not always but they'd seen that as sure. a negative and all of a sudden they're going wait a minute that's my superpower right that's the thing that sure. makes me special and that's the thing that wait that's why I can talk to that person and this person and that person and that's why I can do this this and this and all of a sudden that gateway of going wait if I flip this what does this mean open up this vista of possibility, but also self-realization of what they were capable of and what wow, they were wow. then able to go and do. Yeah, wow. I mean, that that is a powerful realization. And, and what strikes me most is not only the transformation in their perception of the story, but even, you know, the words you used, 
you're telling yourself a story. And, and I just love to ask you, because this is your field, your expertise. How do we, first of all, become super conscious of the story, the fact that we're telling ourselves a story? So how, how do we, <laughs> how can leaders become more conscious of the fact that, by the way, remember, you are telling yourself a story, one, and then be able to do what we talked about at the beginning, which is, oh, and now, you know, am I playing, how am I existing in this? And, and how do I navigate to make sure that it's, it's as meaningful and as productive a story as possible? Because it feels like that's the key thing that this individual you were working with was, in a sense, unaware of the fact that there's even a story. It's like, no, I'm just showing up, I'm just doing blah, 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 blah. So how do you, how do you become aware of the fact that you're telling yourself a story? Okay, so... <laughs> Whether this is what narrative coaching describes it as, or this, this is my thinking about it, or whether this is somebody else's thinking that is that has kind of become part of my thinking, it's all a story. It's not mm. that I'm telling myself a story or not. It's it's all a story. Sure, sure. So it's it's about what's the impact of the story, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and. And it's multiple stories. So it's the story we tell the outside world of how we're doing. Mm-hmm. It's the story of the inner critic or the imposter syndrome about mm-hmm. how we're doing. It's the story of, that we tell our families or our friends. It's the stories that we tell those close to us in those quiet moments. It's it's all story. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's, well, what is the impact of that story? Sure. Because the story comes, the story that we tell comes with belief, comes with uh, values, comes with perception, mm-hmm. comes with history. But what's the impact of that story upon mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. and upon the world around us and sure. upon how we show up? And is that impact achieving the outcome that we want sure and if it's not okay how do we reframe that story how do we step back and rewrite that story how do we choose to show up in a different way to create a different outcome in the story because the part of the my belief knowledge understanding is when you show up different everything changes so when you change, everything changes. Mm, mm. And it's not about I'm doing this to change everything, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm changing so I can show up better. Sure. I'm changing yeah. so I can deal with this better. I'm changing so I've got more energy, more vitality, wh- wh- whatever that might be. And through my shift and my change, the world, the stories unfold in a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So... For me, it's like, it's not that, oh, today I'm telling myself a story and tomorrow I'm not. Mm-hmm. It's that it, I, well, I, I'm always telling myself a story. It's just that when the story is, hey, I'm having a great day, I don't sure. think about it. Mm-hmm. But when the story, it, or rather, no, here's a different way to look at it. When you're coaching with somebody and they're talking about how well they are doing, mm-hmm. we just kind of resonate 
feel that, mm-hmm. hear that, yeah. support yeah. that, amplify that. When they're talking about something negative, um, you know, whether that's a, a limiting belief or a, a poor outcome, we start to go, oh, what are you telling yourself there? How sure. are you seeing that? Yeah. How else yeah. might you see that? What might you learn from that? Mm. How using that as a learning, how, if you use that as a learning experience, does it stop being something that is negative and shift yeah. to something that's useful? So it's like we tune into stories at different points as well. Mm-hmm. So what's the story that we are tuning into? So I was working with somebody the other day and um, they were talking about something that hadn't worked out. And I was going, okay, I get that that bit didn't work out. Can you tell me the rest of it? And it's like you know, 99% of what they were attempting to achieve was flying, was wow. amazing. Sure, sure. And this tiny bit wasn't. Mm-hmm. And that's the mm-hmm. bit, you know, and, and Elka Edwards uh, uh, of uh, Ivy House talks about this and, 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 and others do as well. But this thing that we, we, we see this bit that's not working, we take that little bit and we put that in front of us, that becomes the prism through which we see our lives. Sure. And then we discard all the stuff that's happening over there. And we just look through this bit here. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I love about just the way you describe that and even the fact that it's all a story is we talk about this idea of agency. And, and the picture that's coming to my mind is that we need to recognize that on the one hand, we're in the story we also have the power to write the story. And and, and so recognizing that we're both, I know we said we don't want to say actor in a sense, because it's almost like you're playing, but but, you know, you're existing. So you're you're playing a part, you're an actor in it. You are kind of authentically, but you also need to recognize that there's a bit of you that's the script writer as well. And and the the editor and the director that's looking through the lens and just say, okay, so what's going on there? And when we realize the multiplicity of our role and the richness of it, then we'll no longer just say, well, I'm an actor and therefore I'm you know a bit like the Truman Show, right? I'm just this character. It's just being done to me and and where is me and I've got to say, you know, good morning and good afternoon, good night and go to bed. And, and I have, you know, I'm just a victim here. Nothing. Well, no, it, it's, it's not that simple. You're, you're both actor, but you're also the script writer, the director, you know, all, all sorts. And I, I, there's just a richness that it seems that we can bring to um, our perspective. Yeah. And we're the audience. Oh yes, right. So oh, we're also yeah, watching, yeah. We're also yes, watching it. Yes. And when we think about, you know, if we if we rift on the, the the play analogy, there's a play taking place. There, you know, in order for it to happen, there is there has mm-hmm. to be the, the the actors. There has to be the person that created it, the the author. Let's say there's the editors, there's the director, mm-hmm. there's the audience, but there's also all of that. There's the 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 the, uh, the the scenery. The construction yeah, of the yeah, set, there's yeah, the, yeah. the the costumers. There are all these different parts that go into making something happen and making something mm. be. And you might talk about those parts of being your values. You might talk about those parts of being your beliefs. You might talk sure. about 
you know, the idea of the director or the audience as being about mindfulness, mm. about how do we step back mm. from the busyness mm. of what's happening? How do we just observe? You know, mm. you know, mindfulness, we often talk about observing our thoughts yeah, and allowing them to flow through and not catching them and getting caught up with them and, and congesting our thinking. And it's like, okay, so if you're the audience, you're just watching this play and you're going, do you know what, I'm watching this play. So when I think about, um, there's a style of theatre that, that I study called forum theatre. And, and part of forum theatre is, or the, or the premise of forum theatre is a play happens that has a very clear theme. And um, uh, the protagonist goes through the play trying to achieve an outcome that they don't succeed in. Uh-huh. And then the play is rerun, but the audience can say stop you should try this. Wow. You should try that. You should sure, try this. Sure. And the actors try that, try different yeah. things. And then the, the rest of the actors try to get them back in the, the groove. And then the audience go, no, stop. Try this. Try that. Try this. Try wow. this. Wow. Wow. And so the audience become uh, part of the performance. They become part of, well, how is this character showing up in this play? Mm-hmm. What are the choices mm-hmm. and decisions that they're making? And we could do this for ourselves. I mean, in, a, in essence, this is what coaching is. Sure. Yes. Yeah. We say, stop. What about, what about, what about, what about? And people try things on, characteristics, ways of being, values, actions. And they go, yeah, that's working. That doesn't work so much. I'll tweak this. I'll shift that. I'll change that to create the outcome, the play yes, that yeah, they want yeah. to be in. You know, yeah, what, what's yeah, the yeah. story that you want to be in? So how do yeah. you go about constructing that story and I don't mean constructing it as in it's a false construction of 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 life but how do we go do you know what I want to live in this kind of a place right so what do I need to do to make Mm. that happen Mm -hmm. what needs to shift and change and adapt so that can be part of the story that I live as opposed to I want to live in that kind of place but that's not for me so I'll just stay in my story yeah 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 that's I feel incredible. like I've gone all over the place. <laughs> no, the no, 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 hey, no, you, you added, right, <laughs> that amazing bit of where the audience and all of that. And I love the fact that you brought in the fact that that's the role of coaches, because as a coach, but also as someone who has experienced and benefited incredibly from being coached, the power that I find in receiving coaching is when the coaches playing back my words Mm. and the story and they're helping me get a richer picture of how I'm showing up and and from sort of NLP perspective just that perceptual positioning Mm. they're helping me kind of reposition and say hey Obi kind of step out of yourself a bit and just see the story that you've played is that what you were intending to mm. do as that character? Is that how you intended to exist? And I'm thinking, well, no, no, that's not, I don't want that impact. I don't want to show up that way. And so that's really powerful that, mm. that coaching can do that for us. Uh, and I think, because the, the, the other thing that the coach is doing isn't, because I'm aware that people have been listening to this and they might go, so you're telling us to play a role, you're telling us to pretend to be something. And I think what what I'm all, what I, I am saying, also saying, am saying, not sure which it is, <laughs> but it's it's the the what a coach does in this is 
unpick all the stuff so the you can exist. Mm-hmm. So you can take mm-hmm. away all the 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 the, the, the armor, as Brenny Brown might say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the stuff that we've used to dress up to protect. Mm-hmm. Take all of that away. So just the you exist, and yeah, then go right. Yeah. So what's the story of that? Yes. Where does that want to go? Perhaps oh. that might be described as your essence or your soul or, or um, I don't know, what your real self, your true self. Some of those words don't quite land because they have this idea that there's an untrue self. I don't know if that is true. But um, there's, there's this kind of, you know, what's that essence of you? Let's get back to that essence of you. A little bit like when we, we work with people and we say, but what value is your value? And what mm-hmm. value do you think you should be living up to? Sure. But yeah. What's really true for you? Let's mm-hmm. find all of that. And mm-hmm. then the you that you are can exist. And then you can make choices. And then you can live out the story that you are here to live out. Yeah, yeah. And... and- and that speaks to this idea that, hey, we all want to live our best lives and, and all of that junk, the, the noise, the mess, the, the baggage that we carry that gets in the way and, and we kind of mm. lose ourselves. And it just, it speaks to, and maybe we start wrapping up with these two things. I'd love you to just speak to where does the hero's journey play into this, right? Because it, it's... It's generally speaking, hey, you think I've got this goal and I want to live my best life, and but I, I face challenges and difficulties and I've got to fight my demons and all of that. So just speak to that hero's journey and how that how that ties into us as leaders wanting to live our best lives and but you know the the demons we gotta fight along the way. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I mean, because this could be a whole conversation in and of itself. I know, right? so, I know. So, so I, I'm going to uh, be as tight as I can. So I think that, um, so, so one of the first things to recognize is on the hero's journey is you get the call. You get the whispers, the tugs, the, the noticings that there is something more than what exists right now, or there is a different way to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the, it, you know, we talk, if you look at the hero's journey, the work of Joseph Campbell and the idea of the monomyth, the, this, this story that lives in all cultures where, and, and this, and it exists in most films is that somebody has this idea that there is a different way or there is more to my existence than this. So a leader might go, there is a different way to run this business than mm-hmm. this or to be in this industry than this. And they go, right, I'm going to do that. And they step forward to do that. And Campbell talks about the guardians of the gates and the guardians. It's that moment where you want to, you have an idea to do something and there's pressure that pushes you back mm. from it. And it's, it's the guardians of the gates going, are you ready? Are you ready to step up and do this? Sure. And sometimes we go, yes, I'm ready. And we step forward. And other times we go, I don't know if I can do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we step back. And when we step back, something in us shrivels, something in us dies, something of us is lost because mm. we're not facing our true selves or we're not taking that journey that one could take that allows us to, to live our true, richest self. 
And then we go on that journey. And on that journey, we meet our mentors, we meet our guides, we, we collect our amulets, our trinkets, the things that help us find our way. And so as a leader, you need to think about who are your mentors, who are your guides, who are your coaches, who are the people mm -hmm. that are going to help you keep going on that journey? Because there'll be others that will be the distractors on that mm -hmm. journey to try and pull you off that path. So who helps you stay on that journey? And what are the things that help you? What are your maps or your compasses mm -hmm. that, that, that help you to do that? You know, we might think of our maps as our beliefs. We might think of our compasses as our values that might, mm -hmm. might, might, might help you uh, play that out. And then as we go on this journey, we recognize that we change. By going on that journey, by facing those challenges, we become something different. Mm. So that when we return, we are not the same. And there's also that whole thing about that, that you know, that the third act of when we come, I think it's called the third act, but when we're about to return, the big pressure happens. Yeah, yeah, there's it something else. really yeah, yeah, difficult. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, how am I going to make this work? Sure. Um, you know, if you're watching the movie, it's the moment where the character sees the plane and they run to get on the plane and you know the plane's going to take them home and the plane blows up. Oh, how do you get home? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. It's that moment yeah, where you go, yeah. oh, they're yeah. so close. And there's something about pushing through that mm -hmm. to get to the other side. And then you return. And one of the things I, that, that Campbell and others talk about is that when we return, is the world ready for who we've become? Wow, wow. Mm. And, and how do we now exist in a world that is different mm -hmm. to who we were when we started? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, th this is where people, you know, leaders go, well, you know, I, now I think like this, I need to recreate my company. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or I need to bring in new and different people because th there's a new way of doing this and they're stuck in the old way. And I know language like stuck is loaded and I recognize that, but they're stuck in the old way. They need to go on their hero's journey sure, sure. in order for us to, to arrive in this new, this new space or this new thinking. And like the, uh, the alchemist, we go only to come mm -hmm. back to where we were Mm -hmm. But the journey creates a different perspective and we, we're back where we were seeing the world through, through new eyes, through different eyes. But also, I have a belief that the hero's journey is, is almost like a, a, a hologram or holographic in the sense that we're, as a single person, different parts of your lives are on different stages of the journey. Wow, wow. And we can notice that, you know, it might be that your relationship is, you know, uh, has arrived on the other mm, side yeah, of the journey. True. Yeah. But your work life is pushing the, the gates. Mm -hmm. uh, your friendships are in the dark part of the journey. Mm -hmm. They're with the demons yeah, in yeah. the cave trying to fight their way out and trying to trying to to, to come through. Our, our finances might be in one place. It's this idea mm -hmm. that when we look at the hero's journey, almost like a map, it's not that I'm here on the map. It's like, well, I'm in lots of places yeah, on this map. Wow, wow. And I'm moving all of me ever forward on on this. Yeah. So because yeah. it that also helps me to hold on to the thought that I don't ever arrive because there's always a new part sure. to move through the journey. 
Sure. I don't go on my heroes journey, come at the end, and go, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and well that would always... make the rest of life quite boring, right? Because right. then it's, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, there's always new and <laughs> yeah. different. And yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I think that that's, you know, when I think about leaders, I think about that's the journey that they are asking themselves to go on, but also asking their communities sure. to go on with them. Um, and some leaders are amazing at taking their their tribe with them on that journey and supporting mm-hmm. their tribe on that journey. Because one of the things I think that happens on that journey is people go, oh, I've come on your hero's journey to realize that my path's over there. So I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Sure. And as a sure. leader, you need to go, here's here's the tools to go and do. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to go, no, you've got to come you got oh, to come yeah, and recognize yeah. that on that journey, we cross paths with different people. Mm-hmm. And on that journey, they might be our guide or mentor, but we might be theirs. Mm-hmm. And we don't know. And part of our relating with others is a kind of a, well, who am I for you right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who are you for me right now? And how do we experience that experience in this moment? Mm-hmm. And then if it, if it, falls away then you know we had that moment if it continues for the rest of our lives then it continues for the rest of our mm. lives and, and and be be okay with that and i think if you're you know if you're a leader or you're part of a, a system and you're going i feel like i should be doing something different that's your hero's journey calling to you mm. Mm. asking you you know come come stand at the gate and see sure. what might be possible get that glimpse into a possible future and then decide you want to go on that journey recognizing that that future may just have been part of it or the beginning of it yeah wow thank you robert i mean that is such a rich (laughs) explanation of the hero's journey but linking it to the journey that that every leader often goes on, needs to go on, mm. it's helpful to go on. And I love the that element, the holographic piece. Mm. I think that would speak to a lot of people, just recognizing you're never really in just one place, that there are parts of you mm. that are in different places. And I and that should be reassuring for, mm. for people both recognizing, yeah, actually, that's how I feel. Because like, yeah, one part of my life feels great. And the other part of my life is like, man, that needs a bit of work. And so it's just recognizing that there are parts of us in different spaces. So I feel like we could go on and on. (laughs) Uh, But but in the sense of a true movie, hey, every podcast has to have a beginning, a middle and an end. And this one has to have an end. unlike life that, that continues for <laughs> Absolutely. many many years but hey how about just as a way of wrapping up just one of your favorite movies just just as a way of giving I mean, us an you insight know, into my, my my all-time favorite movie is the matrix and i don't see the matrix as five movies it's one movie right wow. that sure. you spend time watching and and not many people well people may know but there's the first matrix then there's the animatrix there's the second sure the third sure right and then there's the the, the final chapter yeah. uh-huh. which you know if you like the matrix go see the final chapter 
at least three, four, five, six times, right? <laughs> because it is dense. It is it's meta. It is a movie about itself. I know. And there's so much going on in there. I mean, yeah. that's 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 my love. Um, when when I, I of of movies, but then there are things like you know West Side Story. Sure. So the latest West Side Story, I watched that in tears, just going, "That's amazing!" Wow, you know, a story wow. about. But what's funny is I was about to say it's a story about love, but so is The Matrix. Sure. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so you know, there's and, and and you know, if you watch The Matrix and you watch West Side Story, you might go. This guy's complex, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. something about those that 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 really speak to me, especially you know this West Side Story of these two camps and how they're opposed to each other, but they're not really opposed to each other. They're opposed to each other because of what society says they should be and how mm-hmm. society says they are. And you know, you, if you look at how the police treat them. To, uh, that almost reinforces the friction between them to keep them polarized and not coming together to be stronger by being together. And, and how the love line in that is the thing that brings everybody together. It's the thing that overcomes everything. And, um, you know, one of my friends, uh, Dorinda, she talks about, you know, you know, love overcomes everything. Love is the, the, wow. the key. And then uh, I was out with my friend uh, Lee Chambers and uh, and Andy Cahill the other night, and one of the, we were talking about heroes. And I may have got some of this wrong, but Lee was talking about the idea that the hero—it's not about being heroic. That the root of hero is to protect, and the weapon wow. of the hero wow. is not the sword; it is love. Amazing! Whoa! Wow! <laughs> and what a lovely message to just leave our listeners and viewers on that that story it's about protection and it's about love and I think if most leaders go back to their lives protecting their own loved ones protecting the people that they lead and how can they use love in a purposeful way? How can they tap into something inside, that care, that compassion to really help their people fly? Wow. Hey, lots, two great movies there, just to leave our our viewers, listeners on to go watch and enjoy. But Robert, seriously, thanks again for sharing your expertise, your skill, your passion, (laughs) and love for, for story and the impact that it can have on people's lives to bring about an incredible transformation. And uh, I really enjoyed just the conversation and talking and loved it. uh, Thank you. And so, Hey, to all our viewers and listeners, I hope you enjoyed watching this unfold or listening to, to this. Uh, I'm sure you did. And remember, Hey, my message to you that if you want to be, a courageous and resilient leader. If you want to live life on purpose and with purpose, then it starts from the inside out. So, hey, have a great day and see you on the next show. And thanks again for coming, Robert. Thank you.